On this week's episode of Circles Off, I'm back from vacation in Mexico. We are going to find out if there is a foolproof strategy so that you can 100% guaranteed make money with every single NBA game that you bet. In the words of the famous Moro Ronaldo, yo, 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 and away we go. Welcome to Circles Off here on the Hammer Betting Network, episode number 76. 75. 75. This is what one week away will do to you. Uh, forget what episode we're on. Episode number 75 presented by Pinnacle Sportsbook. Pinnacle is the world's sharpest sportsbook, and it's now available to those in Ontario. Find out what professional bettors have known for decades. Pinnacle is where the best bettors play. You must be 19 plus in Ontario. Please play responsibly. Not available in the United States of America. 75. This has thrown me off now because I was thinking about players with 76, which was a little bit easier. 75. No one comes to mind. Oh, Ryan Reeves wears 75. Yeah. Revo, as they call him in the NHL. Ryan Reeves, a former um, fellow Paisano, I'll call him, in the MLB. Barry Zito. Oh, Barry Zito. Barry Zito was a 75 for years as well. Cy Young winner. Barry Zito um, I had like a lot of bad years to end his career, but there was a point there where he was one of my favorite pitchers to bet on. This is when I had no idea what I was doing, right? Where you just like blindly betting pitchers every now and then. But Barry Zito, I would say one of the most profitable pitchers of my lifetime. How You place any bets on uh, Pinnacle this weekend? I did. Uh, placed a bunch of them. Man, the, uh, I watched the Rams push from uh, a cabana in, in Cabo, which honestly got the royal treatment. The day, the day before, which is Saturday, I'm there for a friend's wedding, by the way, this weekend, which I should point out as well. We talked so much on this podcast before about the importance of networking in this industry. I was there for a friend's wedding who I met on Twitter seven years ago just to put into context, like the new world betting partner of mine had a blast, but his, his ceremony was on Saturday. Uh, during the day I'm down by the pool and I see a guy just like with a TV at the pool who's watching college football over the course of the day. I'm like, Oh, it's interesting. I'm going to do that tomorrow. So Sunday I come down after I do the pizza buffet uh, presented by pinnacle in the morning. Uh, I come downstairs to the pool to get all set up get the cabana ready. There's no TVs in there. So I just talked to the, one of the guys and you know, he was working there. I'm like, can we get a TV in the cabana to watch the games? Uh, he's like, Ooh, I, I don't know that we can do that. I'm like, I saw a guy down with a TV here yesterday watching college football. He's like, that guy owns the place. That's his own TV that he brought. <laughs> he I'm brought like, that from home. Like, what are we going to do now? He's like, well, if I do get you a TV, do you at least have the cables to hook it up? I'm like, oh yeah. Like, I came prepared. I have every type of cable that we would possibly need. Great people at the Cape in Cabo came down, fully clutch with the TV, got it set up. Beautiful day, but um, basically the Rams-Bucks game, which was a late game, was going to decide my day. Uh, I had the Rams plus three. And, like, wire-to-wire cover, and then they punt the ball back to Brady. Brady goes the whole field. Bucks win by exactly three, and just not even a loss but feels like a loss, you know, when you're winning the whole game and you lose that. So, uh, well, a push is a push. Live another day. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, when you view it that way, it's, it's, I would like, like if you pushed with the bucks, you feel like you won. 
Of course. Because you're losing the whole game. You thought you had no chance. But when you push with the Rams, plus three in that situation, uh, leading the whole game, you feel like uh, you lost. Um, Zach, our producer, is throwing up in our circles off, Chad, a bunch of like horrible NHLers that also wore 75. Hal Gill. Remember Hal Gill? Do I remember Hal Gill? Yeah, what's wrong with Hal Gill? Hal Gill with the world's longest hockey stick. Yeah. That guy's stick was like seven feet. He was the most, it it didn't even look like he's a a huge guy, but it didn't even look like he could, like it was too big for him. Hal Gill was the pylon V2 in Toronto. He was a pylon. And if you guys know who the pylon V1 is, that would be. Would it be Aki Berg? Aki Berg. Yeah. That was Aki Berg. Isn't he uh, an an equipment manager with like Team Finland? Did not know that. Would make sense. Possibly. Um, He's probably an equipment manager with Toronto during his playing career. I will say how (laughs) how Gill had the like the legendary tag of. um, Have you guys heard of the bag chuckers? No. Okay, so there was this thing back in the day, like they called some NHL players bag chuckers, and it was because when they would go on the road, they get to the hotel. Swipe your card into your door, open the door, throw your suitcase in. You don't even look at it. You go right to the bar. They just call them bag chuckers. <laughs> That's a good name. Uh, yeah, Hal Gill, I have no one. By the way, this is so niche for, for certain people. You have to be like a true Toronto, I guess, or Boston sports fan, Montreal sports fan. But mean, G- mean Joe Green. Mean Joe Green. He was on that list. There you go. Uh, Radko Gudis, another goon on that list. There's a lot of 75. I just pulled up a list of active NHLers that wear 75. Um, Kyle Capobianco, Connor Clifton, Evan Bouchard. Yeah. Evan Bouchard would be a bigger one. Um, college basketball started this week. You, you've you been dabbling? Dabble. Yeah. Dabble a little. I mean, there's so many games. How can you not? Well, right? Everyone says like, oh, all the sharps are like, college basketball, it's time to print money for the next four months. I'm like, yeah, honestly, like not that easy. As it, as expected, there is a lot of line moves and stuff like that, but it's um, it's it's hard. Like it's not college basketball is not that easy. So I debated this with some friends last night. Uh, right Angle Sports, um, who is a very prominent pick service in the space, people that we we really respect uh, and who we've tracked on Betstamp for a long time. Um, you know they're they're playing tons of college basketball, right? And lines are moving like crazy. And I don't know, like it's. I've bet at scale for a long time. I don't know how you get to that scale where you're able to get in like that much money down on college basketball. Like the amount that they must be losing accounts on a weekly basis. Cause it's not like, you know, you put a your college basketball game in an account, a total, and it moves 10 points. Like how long is that account going to last? Yeah. It's going to be hard. So like one, I, two weeks. So I've Depends always wondered how they are able to get down that much at scale. Like that has to be, such a well, sophisticated operation. Well, that's why they're they're starting. That's why they're focusing on the pick service. If you've talked to Ed recently, we should have him on the podcast. But we'll give him a plug right now for sure. Right Angle Sports is essentially a pick service where they'll sell picks. Um, however, it is not your average tout where like the picks have no value. These things actually do have a ton of value, and we're judging the value based on where the line closes, right? So the market influence it has is if Ed released a pick over 146 and a half is probably going to close at 150 and a half, right? So you're getting four points CLV right there, which is obviously a massive value and a quantifiable edge. Um, highly recommend it. It is more for the serious better. Um, if you're a recreational better is betting $10, the service is not going to be for you because it is quite expensive. Um, however, if you've got some accounts right now, or if you've got even, you know, 
regular accounts that you're using um, in the legal betting space, you know, you you may if you're betting big enough and winning get your account limited, um, you know, by doing this. But a one spot that's never going to limit you, Pinnacle. You sign up there and play there, no issues, and um, you know you should be able to win some money. And also on top of that, just um, listen, there's no guaranteed of being a, no guarantees in the betting space, especially when you're talking about the course of like a one year sample. But um, if there was ever a guarantee on a pick selling service, it would be the RAS college basketball. That would be the one I'd be the most confident in to actually win. Um, I have absolutely no affiliation with uh, right angle sports. Definitely not. Neither getting, do I just not getting paid to say this. Um, yep. But yes, I, I would actually recommend it. If you, this is one of many ways to make money betting sports would be to uh, purchase RAS's package and bet it. May not be good forever, but uh, for this year, I'm confident that uh, that you'd be able to turn a profit. I would um, agree with that. This week's episode, we're going to go back to a similar format to one of our most highly rated episodes. That would be episode 62 for those who are listening um, or do listen, consume this via Spotify or Apple that would be the reaction to controversial sports betting interview, uh, the one that we did with Simon Hunter, or at least where we reacted to Simon Hunter's interview with Ross Tucker. For those who follow on YouTube, that would be the fake professional sports better gets exposed episode. We'll actually link that down in the description below. If you haven't watched that video, absolutely one of my favorite episodes to do. Um, we're going to go down a similar style this week. And this was highly recommended by a few people that jumped into my Twitter DMs. I should note, we do read everything. If you message Circles Off on Twitter, if you message myself on Twitter, if you post in the YouTube comments with a show idea, we do read it. We try to incorporate as much of it as possible. Uh, but people really like that format where we're watching an interview, uh, we're watching some type of content, and myself and Johnny are reacting to it in real time. Now, myself and Johnny have our own Betting Content Network, The Hammer. Check it out, thehammer.bet. If you haven't checked it out already, subscribe on YouTube at HammerHQ if you haven't already. And now that I watch, watch a lot of betting content, which I didn't before, I get served up a lot of betting content on YouTube. And I look at some of the followings of the stuff that's out there. I'm like, holy geez. Some of these people have like 50K subscribers on this channel. Never heard of them. 100K subscribers. These videos are getting X amount of views. And I've started consuming a few here and there. And some of them are worthwhile. Did you make billions? I did not make billions. You did not make millions either. Did you make 100,000 betting the NFL in just five minutes? I did not. With okay. these five easy With steps? I lost 100,000 <laughs> betting the NFL in just five minutes. And you lost 100,000 and you lost your five minutes. Like yes. I, lo I lost the time. I lost the money. With the way that, that crypto is going, it's, I'm paying even more money. Long story, uh, whatever. We're going to watch a video here. This is a completely random video. I have not seen it before. Johnny has not seen it before. I believe I may have seen this person, Linemaker Sports, do a different video, but we are in basketball season now, so I think that this is very topical. So today, we're going to watch a video that is entitled, entitled, Win Every Game You Bet On in the NBA with This Strategy. I'm very curious as to what's out there in the space right now in terms of advice I don't think you can win every game you bet on in the NBA with a specific strategy unless you are 
I mean, I mean, I, there was a time where I was winning every single game I bet on with a live betting strategy, which was like just a complete error by sports books years ago, but um, we will see. So we're going to link this down below in the description if you want to watch the original video before you even see us react, or you can just watch us react in real time. For those who listen on a weekly basis rather than view in video form, um, I'm hoping that there's nothing in here that you know, you'll need to see, but um, such as life, we'll do our best to explain it. So uh, without further ado, uh, we're going to play that. Actually, before we play this, the thumbnail or the guy. You get any early impression? I don't think that's the that, yeah, just the guy. Just, um, he looks like you with that Cabo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's got good style, I would say. Win every game you bet on in the NBA with this strategy. I would absolutely love to. Let's hear it. Yes, let's hear it. So we're going to get into it. And just like the uh, episode number 62, we'll ask our producer, Zach, to pause whenever we want to jump in on something. Hit it, Zach. What's going on, everybody? Frank here with Linemaker Sports. I'm going to give you guys an NBA strategy today that you could pretty much guarantee that you're going to win on. Now, we'll get into that in just a second. All right, guys? So make sure you guys comment if you can hear me. Comment any question that you got. You know, I want to make sure before we get this live going, obviously, you guys can understand everything that I'm saying. So make sure you guys go down below, comment that you can hear me. And if you guys got any questions, make sure you go ahead and drop that in the comment section as well or in that live chat. And we'll address that kind of YouTube as pro. we're going through this. All right. So tonight's pretty much the real start of the NBA season. So I thought I'd come on here and show you guys uh, a decent strategy of where you can kind of hedge certain games. All right. With both teams and you can pretty much guarantee a profit in, you know, with doing that. All right. So before we get into that a little bit more, let's give it a couple seconds. Wait, you know, pause pause yeah. All right. So. Um, he's obviously doing this live. I think this guy's a YouTube pro. He can tell he's like, you know, get in the comments of all the, all the YouTube stuff that someone would typically do. Uh, he already mentioned a hedging strategy, which is out of the gate already has me very Skeptical. interested in, in where, where this is going. So what I like though, is that he has a whiteboard in the back and a dry erase in his hand. So, you know, it's about to get, he's about, about to, to he's going to write on this board. He also is a Raiders fan. It looks like by that helmet, which makes me even more skeptical. Is that, that a Henry Ruggs autograph? No. Okay. <laughs> if it was, I would probably switch out the helmet for something, something new. All right, Zach, hit it. That a little bit more. Let's give it a couple seconds. You know, let's get everybody in here to get going. And then once we get some more people in here, we're going to get down to it. All right, guys, we're going to get down to the NBA strategy. Like I said, hopefully everybody's hyped up for the NBA, the start of the, it's the like season It's like me stalling you know, on Yesterday pizza was really in the, the actual start of the season, but there was only two games, so there wasn't much to really go off of or much to look at. All right, so today is a full slate of games. I'm going to show you guys kind of a little, little bit of a secret for how you can kind of analyze the, the NBA and look at certain things. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. All right, so mm. first off, <clears throat> let's talk about what it's going to be. This was two weeks ago, by the way. Yes. And this is 51K views. Okay. Yeah, so this guy's got a following. An NBA strategy. Oh, the whiteboard. Right? <laughs> Good start. <laughs> Good start. Now, what are we going to do? How are we going to narrow this down? All right, how are we going to narrow this down to games that we can actually pay attention to? All right, so this is what you want to do. First step, this is going to be, you're going to look at the slate of games, and what you're going to do is you're going to look for games where the spread is minus three or less. All right? Stop this is what you're looking for. Okay, so I'm going to predict where this is going. He's going to say bet those teams on the, bet the dog on the money line. 
I, I already guarantee. So he talked off the top. So we're, we're two minutes into this video and I, I've heard similar stuff to this before. Okay. So we're two minutes into the video. I want to see where this goes up, but he already said hedging strategy at the beginning. And now he's, he's picking minus three or less. So he's like close games in the NBA. Here's what I'm thinking. He's going to want to get, he's going to want to get both teams. Polish middle. Plus 100 on the money. Oh, oh, you're thinking that. I'm thinking he's going to say that if you're betting the favorite, you bet minus three because that, because because of the foul game, it doesn't end. But if you're betting the the dog, you take the plus money because the dog's going to win outright. That's going to be my prediction here. I've never seen this. So video. you think that that's, this is just a complete clickbait title then win every game, because I think he's going to try to get to a strategy where you profit on every game. But that, how would you do that? Well, because you, you would have to get both teams as underdogs somehow at one point or another. No, 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 no. I think he's going to say you bet the win every game you bet. I, I think it's going to be he's, he's going to suggest you bet minus three. Yeah. Favorite. Yeah. Lay, lay three points. Yeah. And then take the dog on plus money. And then as long as you don't get Polish middle, you win a little. How do we feel about Polish middle in 2022? Like it's not been canceled yet. I think I don't think it okay. should be. Like what? What is oh, it? Der- is it derogatory? Is what I? I just that's. I Does don't. Does anyone know. know what a, the Polish middle is? I don't know why. Like where? I, I don't know where this came from. I honestly this is don't know term. either. It's it's just a gambling. It, a term. Bit, for those who don't know, a Polish middle, uh, or maybe I'm canceled. <laughs> but the Polish middle is when. So the middle is when you hit uh, um, two sides of the same game. You middle the game, meaning you took like plus plus four and minus two and the game fell three. And you're like, wow, I had a small risk bet because I was betting both sides of the game and I landed in that middle zone where I won both my bets and I cashed both. The Polish middle is bad. The Polish middle is where you bet, you lay minus one and then, or minus one and a half, and then you take the money line and the game falls one, and then you lose both your bets or uh, a half, right? So that's, um, that is what it is. I can't find anything about the origin of this betting term. So I have no idea. The problem is like everything- It's been called that for years. I've just it been has. referring to that for years. It has, I don't, I don't know. I just, I want to be respectful if- um, Okay, we, we may, we, from this point on, we will, con, we, just to be respectful, we will call it the inverted middle. Inverted middle. Sure. The inverted middle going forwards is what we will refer to it as. I don't know if this is a, is a, a, a canceled term yet. I can't not. find anything. It's, not. it's, it's definitely a, not. How, like, probably barely anyone even knows what that is, but like, that's un- just what it's been called. I mean, unless yeah, it was originally named, everybody. unless it was originally named that, like, because it was derogatory to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like how that would have happened back in the day. Yeah. I don't even know what, what that would have been. It was probably some Polish guy that did this the first time around. And it just became like, that's probably the most likely scenario. No, yeah, maybe. All right. Did they even have betting in Poland? Like what was is that? Sure. Was that a big betting town? Betting, a betting country? I, I don't know. Was I don't know if Warsaw was taking huge bets or anything like that. I have no idea. All right, let's see. Uh, we're less than two minutes in. Yes, let's go. Minus three or less, as this guy writes on his on his. We made a lot of assumptions. I hope we're not wrong here. I I, I want to be right so badly. For games that are minus three or less, if you could find minus three or less, then we're gonna put a circle around that. All right, we're gonna find those type of games. And we're gonna go ahead and put a circle around that stuff. All right, that's Circle's how we're gonna start it out. All right, because how we're going to address this now is going to be a we're going to be betting these get this game live. All right, we're going to be doing some stuff in this. Mm. It's going to be uh, live bets. All right, so what you want to do here is when a game is minus three or less, now we want to look at the money line aspect of this. 
All right, so your underdog in a minus three or less is going to pretty much vary probably anywhere from like plus 105 to probably plus 140, 145-ish. That's what the underdog is going to look like in a matchup like this. Right. He's right, right about so that. So first off, you start here. And then after that, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the money line and we're going to take the underdog. We're going to start with the underdog. All right. So let's say the underdog is I'm one for one right plus now. 145. <laughs> you are. You right? are. Let's say it's plus 145. Now, what we're doing here, we're not taking any bets yet. All right. We're not okay. taking any bets. Not doing it just yet. We're looking at the underdog right now in this, in this aspect. All right. The game is going to start. We're going to wait for the game to start. Now, we're not going to make a bet, all right, until the end of the first quarter because we're going to see how this game goes in the, in the start of the first quarter because we want to make sure it's not lopsided and it's not going to be a complete blowout right out the gate. All right, so we're going to wait until the end of the first quarter. All right, so now we wait. Wait. Wait until <laughs> the first quarter ends. I, I appreciate that he has a visual right, once here. Once that happens... Now what we're going to do is we are going to place a bet on the plus money team. All right. If this isn't a blowout situation where it comes out the gate and the team's not up, as long as at the end of the first quarter, a team is not up by like 12, 15 points or something like that, then we're going to take the plus money or plus money uh, money line in this matchup. All right. Because in the NBA, if you know anything about the NBA, you know anything about basketball, it's a game of runs. All right. So there's runs in the NBA. All right. No pa matter pause what. Pause it for a second. It's a game of runs. Pause it for a second here. So here's what I hate about this already, okay? He doesn't uh, specify. Exactly. He leaves it open to interpretation. I hate when, like, if you're going to give out an NBA strategy, don't leave it open to interpretation. So don't say, we're going to bet the underdog at the end of the first quarter as long as the game's not a blowout, something like 12 or 15 points. Like, okay, now I'm going to be sitting there at home and what if a team's down by nine points? Yeah, is 10 not a blowout? I yeah, guess not. I, I, I don't know. He, did, he didn't. So I that that already really bothers me because it leaves it completely open to interpretation. Um, I just, I, if you're going to give out a strategy and you say that, okay, whatever, forget about the title of the YouTube video, but like, even if you're going to say it's a winning strategy, you really have to outline like the exact parameters of it altogether. Because as soon as you leave it open to interpretation, now somebody doesn't really know what they're doing. For those listening on his whiteboard, it currently says NBA strategy, Minus three or less, plus 145, wait till first Q ends. Yes. All right, hit it, Zach. What a team is or how good a team is, everybody has runs in, the, in that game where it can fluctuate. All right, so a team can go on a 10-0 run, they could take the lead. The team could go on a 15-0 you know, run and come back and take the lead and stuff like that. So NBA is a game of runs. It's going to happen throughout the whole entire game. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to grab the underdog right here. We're trying to first snatch an underdog at plus money on the money line all right and then what we want to do is as the game is going on take advantage of the runs all right so right now if you're betting that team obviously the other team is like minus 170 or whatnot on that all right well when this team right here makes their run you pay attention to that and you pay attention to the live money line on that all right because when they make their run these odds are going to shift all right so this they might even become a favorite live all right now this only happens in games like i said that are the, the spread is minus three or less because these are predicted, obviously, obviously to be tight games. All right. So this only works, like I said, in that type of aspect of those certain games. All right. So you're looking for plus money to start out with. And then once the other team makes a run, excuse me, when this team makes a run, your favorite on the other side now is going to probably jump to plus money. Pause. All right. So perfect timing. Um, so he, he is going to where I thought he was going to go. 
which is what everybody does does want to try to do, by the way. Like everyone's trying to do, anyone who's live betting, I don't want to say anyone. You see the strategy all the time, right? Try to get one team as a dog and then try to get the other team as a dog. Now, what he's saying is that it's inevitable in an NBA game that teams are going to go on runs, which is not true entirely. It's not entirely true. But what if the team you, you bet at plus 145, at the time you bet that the other team goes on a run? Exactly. And then the, the price never comes back to 145. It's roughly 50-50. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, no, it's not. It's it, a little below, but like well, you're not going to... He's, so frustrating. He's, he's putting this all into like one scenario where like all of this is repeatable and it's not like there's so many things that are going to influence which team is likely to go on a run like for those who live bet nba successfully they're very capable of understanding team rotations and when like a star player is going to get subbed out of a game and they don't wait for it to happen they bet it slightly before that's going to happen because they're so in tune with that team you you don't know what's going to happen at this like this is, again, just an assumption that, oh, NBA, like basketball, game of runs, this team's an underdog. There's going to be some point in the game where they go on a run. And this is like catastrophically bad advice to someone. I'll let him keep finishing here. I know where this is going, but you hear this all the time. It's like, yeah, you, you of course, you want to guarantee yourself profit in a game. It's way harder to do that than to bet a blanket system that says, Oh, it's the end of the first quarter. Let's lock in the dock because now you're just praying. You are just literally there praying that this team is going to go on a run. For the record, the fact that he waits till the end of the first quarter is completely irrelevant. <laughs> right. That is a that is a funny part. He's like, well, you want to make sure that it's not a blowout. Like that doesn't make sense. Well, on top of that, like he's saying you pick a game that's minus three or less before the game because that is most likely what's going to end in a close game. But, He's right about that, though. But three is three <laughs> is just an arbitrary number. Yeah, what about three and a half? Yeah, why not two or less? Like, he, he has not presented any information. Maybe he will. I have no... There's still four minutes left. Maybe he will present something along the way here that says, here's why. But um, do, do we know that games that are predicted to be close at the beginning have more fluctuations in runs? I don't know that. Does anyone know that? Does this guy know that? Or is this some sort of random, you know, like this is... I'll, I'll tell you this. I bet like this before. I have personally done this. I lost a lot of money doing this as a recreational gambler. He lost his shirt that looked oddly similar to that guy's shirt. I, I, wish, <laughs> I, I wish I had enough money back in the day to actually own shirts like that. I was, I was wearing my band like metal t-shirts and stuff like built my Billy Talent t-shirt around three times a week, Black Label Society, all the stuff I was listening to at that time. Couldn't afford shirts like that. But... I did this for all sorts of basketball, college basketball, NBA. And what you inevitably find is that the other team making a run a lot of times just doesn't happen. And then you are stuck on a position of like, that's just getting worse and worse. And then in your head, you actually do convince yourself that there's still a run coming at some point. So you know what you end up doing? You probably bet more on the side that you already bet on as a dog thinking that, oh, this is going to be like a time where I could really make some money here. If and you like them at 145, <laughs> you're going to love them at 240, 245, 250. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, keep this going. Other team now, flop, all right? And the other team that you don't have money on, they become plus money as well, whether it be, you know, plus 120 or whatnot. Sure, yeah. Just... They end up becoming plus money as well. So they what you up. do there is now you go ahead 
and you pay place a bet on that team. So now what have you did? You bet on both teams. All right, you bet on both teams. So obviously one of those teams are going to win. You bet on both of those teams in plus money. All right, so that means that's a guaranteed what? profit. No Easy matter what game. happens in that game, you're going to make a certain amount of money. Right? It might not be a lot, and you know, but it's still guaranteed profit. All right, and it's kind of like an arbitrage type thing. All right, oh, sure. kind of that's how it is when you're looking at a live NBA game because. This is really the only sport that you could pretty much do that because you can't do it in football because there's not constant runs in football. You just can't. Hockey, you can't do it. No. The NBA and college basketball are the only ones that you could really do this at, All right, where there's a constant runs in games to where a team could be down by 20 points, let's say in the third quarter, and they could come back and tie the game and take the lead. Sure, or they could just be down by 37. It could also be down 20 points in awesome. the NFL. Yeah, do that. Of course, it can happen. First of all, <laughs> runs can happen in any sport. He's just he's just saying this because of the style of which but basketball fluctuation is in NBA. It does fluctuate. Listen, he's right about this. I'm not going to trip everything. He he is right. The NBA live lines will fluctuate more than yes. in the NFL. That's because points are scored every couple seconds as opposed to every couple minutes. And with NHL, obviously, average total being like six right now, six and a half, five and a half. Then obviously, there's only going to be that many goals roughly in the game. So. When a goal is scored, it's going to fluctuate big, but in that scenario. But yeah, this is definitely not for his strategy, by the way. You could do this with every single sport. You could say live bet the team that went down one nothing in the NHL, and then when the other team ties it back up, live bet the other team. That's essentially what he's saying. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, here's the thing. I'm a content creator as well. Obviously, people consuming this, whatever platform, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, I'm creating content which is um, in an effort to help educate other people. I'm not giving away all the the secrets I have, my specifics of my day-to-day, what I do to win at sports. Ask yourself this, if this was a foolproof strategy and you can consistently do this to profit, why would you make a video that goes to 50K people, gets 50K views of like here, like you would be milking this strategy for all it's worth, is the reality of the situation, right? Like, in principle, what he's talking about is right. Like, yes, if you could if you could get plus 145 on one side and plus 120 on the other side every game, of course you would do that. Yeah, game. but might as well just bet on the team that wins. Sure. And only bet that side. 100%. Because that would make more money. And you don't have to do anything else. Exactly. You just make that bet, and you don't have to watch the entire game at your computer or phone and watch <laughs> the fluctuations and, and whatever. But, like... Obviously, I think even just an average, you know, it's scary because I've, I've, I've consumed content like this before and I went down the same path. So it's, it's no, like, I don't want to be hypocritical. Obviously there's going to be people that see this and they don't know sports. They're like, you know what, this guy's making a lot of sense. I watch basketball, it's a game of runs. Sometimes, you know, team, team scores eight points in two minutes and another team doesn't score and it makes complete sense. And they're going to go and do this and they're just going to get buried because it's, it's very, very hard to pull this off. And he's applying just like a blanket. Like, you know, he, he's speaking in terms of certainty, right? Absolutes. Let's finish up the video, and then I'll explain explicitly why this would obviously not work. All right, so this is how you can guarantee yourself a profit if you want to bet live and you want to bet games, you know, as they're going on. All right, so as they're going on, you want to pay attention. There's Again, I'm going to go through the steps here. Let's first off, we're going to look at games. We're going to put a circle around games that the spread is minus three or less. Irrelevant. All right, so put your circle around that stuff. 
All right. So circle it. Then, and uh, excuse me. Hold on. Let's uh, let's answer this question real Ooh. quick because I do want to address that before I go any further. Sure. Yes, you'd be putting the same unit on both teams. All right. You <laughs> it's would a be good putting question. the same unit. It's you a good question. The unit size, like let's say a hundred bucks for example. If you put a hundred bucks on here, your return would be one forty-five. Now, if you ended up getting the other team a plus one twenty, now you're going to be putting you know one hundred down. You'd be getting one twenty in return there. Hence, there you go. There's a guaranteed profit no matter who wins that game. All right, so keep it same unit size. All right, so let's get back to it. Anyway, minus three or less is what you're looking for. So circle those games Irrelevant. on any day of the week. Circle those games out. And then once the game starts, wait till the first quarter ends. Also relevant. All right, make sure it's not a blowout. You got to make sure it's, it's pretty tight. All right, you got to make sure it's within about a five-point range in the first quarter. Not one team is absolutely blowing the other team out right out the gate. All right, because you will lose that opportunity. Because if you bet a team that's plus money... And that, that favorite actually ends up blowing them out right from the beat, right from the get-go. They might never get the run back. Could to, happen at you know, any time. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Become a favorite. <laughs> so you got to make sure it's still tight. All right. So after the first quarter ends, we're going to take the underdog. All right. We're going to take the underdog at plus money. And now what we're going to do is we're going to watch that game. You're going to keep your phone, your computer, whatever it is to keep up to date on you know, exactly what's going on live and the live odds. And now wait for this team to become a favorite mm. and the team that was the favorite to become the underdog. Once they become both plus money, you place one unit on each. Boom. Right, pause, go. pause. I got to go off. Okay, first off, <laughs> I, I'm obviously saying all this stuff's irrelevant. I'll prove to you why it's irrelevant. First off, the minus three or less doesn't matter because you don't have to get both the games at plus money to guarantee yourself money. Exactly. Right? And here's what I mean. Let's say the game's minus 16. Okay, and one team is minus 2,000, all right? If you can get one team at minus 2,000 and you get the other team at plus 3,000, in theory, obviously you would then need to vary your unit size, but you would also get guaranteed money. So, just like plus money on either side, it just proves how rookie this guy actually is because he, he currently doesn't understand or is failing to communicate, maybe he does understand it, that... The minus three, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say he doesn't understand it because he keeps saying <laughs> minus three or less. The only way to make money on a scalp is not to get both teams at plus 100. You can have one team at minus 10 and the other team at plus 111 and you're making money, right? Yes. So to say it needs to be a close game, we got to wait till the end of the first quarter is irrelevant. Okay, furthermore, um, I actually have done some work on similar stuff like this. Nothing in regards to the strategy he's doing, but I can already. I would, I would say strategy loosely. I can, I can already. I can already optimize his thing, which already doesn't work. But I could optimize it really quickly for him. Okay, number one, optimization. You're probably not going to want to do this on the money line, because you're going to be betting bigger minuses and pluses, and therefore are going to have to risk a lot more for the desired outcome. You would much rather bet this on the spread paying minus 110 or minus 115 live, right? So the way I would do this is you would try to bet plus 16 and a half and then you try to play back minus 13 and a half. That would be better in terms of your staking. Also, it would enable you to do this for every single game, not just the games that are minus three or less, not just the games after the first quarter. And also the games that have bigger favorites are typically the games in which the spread is going to fluctuate more versus the other way around. So if he's looking for fluctuation here, Again, don't do this because it doesn't win. Right. But I've already made his strategy way better by I, just saying that. I agree with you. I know. I think what he's going for here is like, we know it's not a guarantee. We know that this is not a guarantee, by the way. Make that explicitly clear for people watching it. He's going for the guarantee yourself money. So in a situation where you bet, as in your example, plus 16 and a half, 
and minus 13 and a half, you could win one of the bets and lose the other and you're paying VIG. Of but course. you could also win both as well. So it's not a guarantee that you're going to win money, but in the long term, you would have higher EV doing that than something. It would honestly be the same EV and you wouldn't guarantee yourself money. You would just have more opportunity. It would be the same EV, to be honest. But what I'm saying is there's no reason for you to say that this needs to be both plus money. So if he had, for example, plus 145, and then he bet the next team and they were at the end of whatever run, they were minus 05. In his current situation, he's like, no, don't bet him yet. We got to wait. Got to wait Although, till they get a dog. They have a minus 05 is still the same, yep. you know, strategy. Yes. Quote unquote that he's using. Sorry, Zach, you got a question here. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted, was wondering, even in this scenario, like where he's saying with the money lines, wouldn't it almost just be easier if it was greater than the minus three and stuff, like where the spread's bigger, if you're doing the money line? And the reason I'm thinking this is like, um, the NBA, a lot of times you can get situations where like it's plus 400 plus 500 for a team outright to win that game. If you bet five bucks on them ahead of the game to win at plus plus 500, let's just say as like yep. a blanket statement for like a small unit better, $5 ahead of the game plus 500, that dog opens up or at any point is winning. A lot of times, like the, the team who entered as a favorite is still not going to fly to plus money. Like they're still, they're even in the live line. Like they might be minus 120, let's say like for the sake of this. Or minus 400. Yes. Right, right, right. But like, I'm just thinking like for the sake of this, for like just quick math in my head, like minus 120, you could bet $12. You're going to profit 10 if that favorite ends up winning still at what it was. You're still going to profit. It's probably going to be even easier or better for you financially. <laughs> If the it's bigger than that. So what Johnny's saying is it actually doesn't matter. It, it's, a, it's the it's, exact it's, same. It's the exact same no matter what. What he's doing here is actually like limiting the amount of games that are going to fit a certain criteria. So now instead of being able to bet every, use, use a, a live betting strategy on every game on the board, you're now restricting yourself to X amount of games, which is three or less. Which is, I don't know, what how many, what percentage of games? 20% maybe? I have no idea. Uh, honestly, I don't know, but like he just made that number up also. Like what if it's a three and a half point dog? Right. It, it, <laughs> it, exactly. He's provided no evidence that minus three is like the definition of what a close also, game should in be. in theory, by the way, the spread changes throughout the game. And then that's just the new spread, by the way. Yes. So, so like... Uh, just to go off again, it's like the, the reason this strategy doesn't work is because the price is the price at any given second and it's constantly changing and it's constantly becoming efficient. So when he says like, oh, the game is minus three or less, if the game was minus three prior to the game and in play, the team that started off as the favorite went on a 15-0 run, the spread for the game is likely now minus 14 and a half and or Minus 12 and a half, whatever it might be. That is the new efficient spread. Minus 12 and a half is the new spread for the game. The spread is no longer minus three. It doesn't matter. What the pregame spread was is largely irrelevant to anything for anything to do with in-game. It, it's a cool reference point, but live lines have become so efficient right now to the point where you can essentially throw that out. If you're looking for the spread, it's whatever the current live line is, is the accurate spread. There price are, is the price. There are some of you who are watching this right now and you probably have a friend that does something very similar to this and you have trouble explaining to them why it's a bad idea. Tell them to come over to the Circles Off channel, hit the subscribe button. We will do more stuff like this, debunking a lot of live betting strategies, you know, all sorts of these myths, so on and so forth. But th there's, uh, the 
I like to use the word arbitrary endpoints, right? It's the same thing that happens with trends. I had never heard this before till meeting Johnny. It's one of my favorite things about a trend where he says like, you know, if a trend is 10 and 0 against the spread, 10 and 0 in the last 10 games, I can guarantee that it's 10 and 1 in the last 11. And that's because that 10 game sample is an arbitrary endpoint. It's basically trying to make something look better than it is. And in this situation, he's just picking arbitrary numbers, right? Minus three, there's no significance of minus three. Wait till the first quarter ends. Why Why would you wait till the first quarter ends instead of picking 10 minutes left in the first quarter or eight minutes left? Like there's nothing that he has outlined or dictated here, which makes that a worthwhile point to make that bet. Other than maybe there's a longer stoppage, which he's never mentioned or anything like that, right? And there's obviously long stoppages after the six minute mark in the first quarter anyways. So uh, we'll watch. We'll watch the end of this. Maybe there's some listener questions here. I'm hoping that I, he probably wouldn't be the type of guy who would read a listener question that is uh, calls him out or anything. But we'll see. Need money. All right. That's how that works. And it's it's a little bit of work. I ain't gonna lie. It's a little bit of work because you gotta kind of watch the game. You have to see the runs and you gotta correlate that with your sports book as well and pay attention to how the live pa- odds pause, are going there. Pause he means well. coordinate. He means coordinate. You also don't have to watch the game to do this. Oh anymore. yeah, technically you're you right. literally do not have to watch the game. You, yeah. There's nothing about you because you, again, he, he's outlined the strategy. There's nothing in here where you'd have to watch the, all you have to do is look at the score to see the run. FYI, the, the live betting odds are ahead of any TV broadcast. Yes. So watching the game is not even <laughs> going to do anything. Like you could just watch the live betting odds and that will be quicker than watching the game. Yep. Go ahead. I'm there and make sure you get the bet in because sometimes that happens when you're doing live betting can't quite get the bet in right away all mm-hmm. right but yep this is how you're going to do it guys this is how you're going to be able to get an nba strategy that's pretty much guaranteed profit as long as you do it the right way <laughs> the way i just taught you right there all right guys now if you guys want any more other strategies than what i'm just teaching you here make sure you guys go down below in the description and mm-hmm. book a call all right so that way oh, book a call one and i can show you guys exactly bro let's book a call with this guy sports. we should actually book a, a call let's book a call with them live on the air okay wait you should do a live circles off with with this guy Wow. Line maker sports. So this is the grift, by the way. I was wondering what the grift was the Dude, whole time. Dude, you got to book a call with this guy for one-on-one? I should sell a call service too, man. I'll actually give out real value. Like, for example, I would just give his strategy open with the spreads and say only in the fourth quarter because that's when there's going to be the most movement. Here's the thing. If you bet the game when the game has gone final and the odds are still up on the board, you're guaranteed to profit. Did you know that? Like, if you know the final score of the game... <laughs> what are you signing up as? Luke Campanella? <laughs> For those who are listening, uh, we are checking out his free strategy session schedule. Uh, there's some questions here. Your current bankroll. Dude, if you put your current bankrolls more than 50000 and you and you're scheduling a call with this guy, then I don't know. I don't even know. If, if, yeah, that's... Please, please. I I hope this gets out and people will will at least see some of this stuff. What is the main goal that you want to achieve with your sports betting and your bankroll in the next 12 months? One billion. Because <laughs> it's guaranteed. Why would you settle for anything less? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. What do you feel is the biggest obstacle that's stopping you from reaching your goal on your own? Not enough good information. Put, no, put, put uh, um, haven't found a good betting strategy. This guy's just going to send a link. 
I'm, I, we're going to get to the point where we're going to have to determine whether or not we want to pay for this session. Oh, might even, we might end up paying for this. If you feel our coaching program can help you reach your goals and you're willing to invest in yourself, when do you want to get started? Obviously. Right, ASAP. Obviously. Yeah. We only accept five clients in our coaching program <laughs> each month to, assume, to ensure they have success and get the support they need. Why should we choose to work with you? Bro, this is the Simon Hunter grift all what over. What is this? It's like we only take on 100 clients and this No, and no, that. put this, put this. I'm down bad. I need the money or my wife's going to leave me. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, well, it's just a joke, guys. But like, yeah, <laughs> go put that email. All right, throw in your email, Zach. We'll, we'll blur this out so no one, no one spam spamming. All right, uh, is the video done? Is it? it let's let the last. I want to see how he really yeah. promos himself in this one-on-one yeah, -on -one session. Go ahead. I can show you guys exactly how to do this in all sports and how to come up with strategies for all sports. Dying to all right, listen guys, to the but rest. Once again, look for a team minus three or less. Let's go ahead, wait till the first quarter ends, sure. and let's try to nab both of those at plus money. And when we do that, we're gonna get guaranteed profit. All right, guys. So that is you your NBA strategy for this season. Check it out. If you guys got any questions on that, make sure you guys go down in the comment section, yeah. ask right. any questions, whatever you need to ask. Um, like I said, good All question. Right, get get this guy off the screen. How do you do it? Um, so he has a part two, by the way. Oh, and it, okay. was, it was posted yesterday. Oh, okay. We, we might have to get to that one in a future episode. We might have to get to Turn that one. Turn 1K in into 10K. Let's see the videos that are here. And I only had to pay him 8K? Monthly betting report. Did we win or lose? Okay, those might be interesting. Make 1K per month. Sure. I mean, you could literally, that's, that's. Master this or lose. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, listen, I mean, he, he. What's hilarious is like, you know, he says like make 10K in sports betting. Like they're all bullshit, but like I actually could make any old guy off the street 10K from sports betting. Okay, no guys, doubt. Guys, we might have to do this one at some point. I'm, I'm actually saying I legitimately can do that. And and more than that, like I, I think. You know, I told it, I said this before in Ontario specifically, you, you gotta be not trying to not make 10 K if you have some starting bankroll. So I think, um, like we could create a video. It's like how to make a hundred K betting on sports. Yeah. And the first, like, it's just the, I'll get like the whiteboard behind me. Step one, wrangle up like a lot of money from your friends and family. So you can bet a lot. And then step two, Bet Golden State Warriors money line at home. No, but you got to plug in an for ad, an ad into the video. Yes. You need to say like, step two, sign up to Pinnacle Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in yes. Canada. And then you you plug it as an ad and then you say, that that would be the video. Yes. Man. That then would be go to Pinnacle, video. Golden State's next home game where they're not off a back-to-back -back and they're not returning from a long road trip. Bet them on the money line at home if that bet somehow loses which it won't then i'll put like a 3a on the board step 3a if first bet somehow loses then you have to collect more money and you double down on golden state's next home game because they won't lose two home games in a row guys i i just want to actually they they are a sponsor of the show but we we do need to actually plug pinnacle here pinnacle is the best book for, it, like, I won't even say it's the best book. I'll take that back. I'll take it back. It is a, necess a necessary book that you need to have if you're betting on sports in any capacity. And I mean recreationally, seriously, trying to make a living off this. You need to have a Pinnacle account. They have the best odds so frequently that it's dumb not to have this. Like, you are literally going to place 
bets at minus 110 when you could place them on pinnacle at minus 106. For almost every game, whether it be like for almost every NFL game, there is going to be one of either the spread, money line, or total, one of the sides where Pinnacle will have the best price in the market, especially in Ontario where we have a lot of books. You can sign up for Pinnacle. Obviously, apologies if you're in the US, you won't be able to sign up at Pinnacle. Um, But like I'm looking at it right now. So for just pulling up my bet stamp odd screen here, we have, if you're betting, for, I'm just going to go for next for this Sunday. Jags over would be pinnacle. KC, New Orleans, Dolphins money line, Dolphins spread, and Dolphins under. Uh, Vegas under, Vegas spread, Cardinals spread, Cardinals money line, Cardinals under. You, this is, pinnacle, this this is, is including is, every sports book in Ontario. This is including every sports book in Ontario and the U.S. Yes. I'm, I'm looking here. And Pinnacle's got the best price on essentially, and I'm just talking full game. If you start going halftime lines, then now you actually need Pinnacle because Pinnacle's also dealing low juice on halftime. So listen, there's there's a few reasons why you need a Pinnacle account. Number one is because you, like, listen, it's a hard book to beat. It is very hard to beat, but they are giving the best odds on so many games that you need to have that. Do not bet on the Cardinals at at any other book when Pinnacle is offering plus 154. And other than that, you are not getting anywhere above plus 145. It's dumb. You're getting nine extra cents, $9 per year, hundred in potential winnings. Um, no brainer. And as we've always said, as we said last week, the best part about it is Pinnacle is winner's welcome, meaning they will not ban you. We've, we talked so much about losing accounts. These guys don't want to pay. This book's limits you, stuff like that. Pinnacle has posted limits. They raise those limits or lower those limits across their entire site for their entire customer base. I have the same limits as Rob as the same limits as Zach. If I'm up a hundred grand and Rob's down a hundred grand, we both have the exact same limits. When you look at other sports books, it's not like this. They, it's pretty predatory. They will take the guys who are down big money and allow them to bet more. And the guys who are up big money, they'll be like $5 max for you, $1 57 cent max with pinnacle specifically. This will never happen. Um, maybe they change their policy in the future, but I've played there for years. It has never happened to me. It's not happened to anyone I know. It has never happened to anyone on gambling Twitter. They are a reputable, respectable sports book. Um, and you don't have to worry about getting limited. So sign up. Um, listen, we have, I'm telling you guys, sign up right now. We're, we don't have a promo code. Hey, use, use code circles off. So if you can fire us a message on Twitter, we want to obviously keep the sponsors happy. But honestly, guys, go sign up. You need to have Pinnacle as one of your sports books. It's a no brainer. Absolutely agree. Um, I've been betting at Pinnacle for many, many years. It is, like Johnny said, uh, absolute necessity to have it. Plain and simple. Low VIG sportsbook. Can't go wrong with a low VIG sportsbook. Back, back to this guy's strategy, I guess, before we, cl- we close off. One thing I do want to say is uh, it, may not, it may not be clear to some people as to why this is going to lose. So I'll just even go ahead and blank, blanket statement, okay? When you are betting, as I mentioned, you're betting the price at a specific price. So if you're betting plus 145, that's the true price. So what you are betting into is a line that's plus 145 and minus 170. You know, roughly you're betting into a hold percentage around five to 6% for live betting, maybe a little more depending on the sports book you use. So all you're doing when you're placing that bet is placing a bet that is probably going to lose six, that's going to lose you a 6% ROI in the long run. Okay. 
by saying what this guy is saying that, hey, sometimes you're going to come back the other side, that's not guaranteed. You're never guaranteed. It could easily just run the other way. Yep. And what happens is in the event that it does run, you're going to place a bet back on the main team, the, the other team at plus money, and you're going to place a bet into the exact same margin of 6%. So all you're going to do is place $200 bets, $100 bet here, $100 bet on the other side, and you are going to, in expected value, if you do this forever, you are going to lose 6%. Sim simply put, that's it. You're 100% going to lose 6% on the nose if you bet this a million times, all right? In this scenario, the way you're going to lose is when you win, in his scenario, you're either winning $45 or $25, okay? When you don't get the chance to R back, you're losing your full 100. So when you win, you're going to win a little, 10, 15, 25 bucks, depending on what it is, depending on how good it is. When you lose, you're going to lose the full 100. All in, with this guy's strategy, I'm 100% certain you will just lose the hold at the book you are playing with. So... If you're playing at a book that's live that has a 6% hold, you do this strategy for the whole season, chances are you will run minus 6%. All right? Simple. Simply put. It's a simple math. I completely agree with everything you just and said. And it's absolutely not guaranteed money. Absolutely not guaranteed money. Uh, for those who are big NBA fans, are looking for NBA picks content, anything related to that, we do have a NBA picks channel here at The Hammer. If you go to YouTube, subscribe to the board NBA. We'll link it in the description below. Daily picks from that channel, from people who don't claim to be experts. We track every single one of the picks they give out on the show in Betstamp. Pips, Pips NBA, Jacob Gramania of Amateur Hour Sports live every single day to break down the NBA, give out picks for that. So if you do enjoy picks content, please subscribe to that channel. If you enjoyed what we did today, this type of episode, let us know about it. Comments down below. Hit that thumbs up button, rate and review five stars, whatever you can do, because we do value the feedback. If not, we'll pivot to something else, but I love doing episodes like Eventually, this. Eventually, we can do our own thing about how to actually make money, live betting, and I'd be happy to give out some edges that would actually win, um, but only when we grow this channel a lot and get to his level, then we can actually give out some stuff that's going to win. 2K I subscribers and Johnny will do a how to win live guaranteed no, no. way to a win live betting. 2K subscribers no, and Johnny not even, that's not even will build a Formula it. One car yeah, in this studio. That I will do right <laughs> here. In this studio, we'll have him live until he can build the car. If, if we get no, seriously though, like we got to just do something about this, man. Because I, I'm telling you guys, this stuff I, aggregate aggravates me. Like, no, but I, Rob, I, it's I, aggravating I because I actually could show you guys how to make 10K betting yeah this year and then we see all these clip betting titles which are like how to bet how to make 10k it's like do shit like this on nba live betting well listen we clickbait our titles too so i'm not gonna he he but we deliver well we do listen there's gonna be people that watch our stuff from a different perspective and they're gonna be like oh no whatever it's not for me or what we have put out a lot of valuable educational content on this channel period plain and simple how to read an odd screen like that's a real thing that it's one of our highest viewed videos because that's something that people want to do. This guy is a marketer through and through. You can tell that with the thumbnails. You can tell that with the episode titles. He has built a following because he's a good marketer of himself. Myself and Johnny, we're more interested in the content. Maybe that's what's led us down the path of being a smaller channel. I don't want to, you know, but I will, we will clickbait the shit out of this stuff to grow to this level. We will, because there's a, there's not enough. I shouldn't say that. 
I actually did watch some really good videos on YouTube, which are big followings from people. So I don't want to say that there's no one else doing stuff like that because there are, but there's too much of this and too many people like read the comments on these videos and it's like, oh, like, thanks. Can't wait to try this. Like people are just going to go down the wrong path. That's what really bothers me, agitates me uh, quite a bit, but um, we will get to more stuff like this. If you guys do like it, this has been, wait, hold up one sec. Sorry. Sorry. If you actually are looking for some good content on YouTube, then, and you're watching this and this video for some reason blows up on YouTube and you're looking for some good content, I'm like NBA winning strategy or like, this is why you lose, how to actually improve. Go on over to this channel, Captain Jack Andrews. He's yep. a buddy of Rob and I, he, he made a bunch of videos, um, you know, throughout the last couple of years that are all still relevant today and they're not easy. You're not going to watch this video and just print a hundred thousand in your bank account, but you can actually win off watching that. So, so that would be my recommendation if this video blows up on YouTube and you want to go somewhere else, go there or check out previous episodes of the show. Thanks everyone. Like, and subscribe. Peace.